What's going on, Cowboys Culture? Welcome back to another episode of Cowboys Culture Podcast, um, where we are connecting, correcting the narrative one episode at a time. Um, we are going to go into our usual sponsor for the week, and then we're going to get right into it. Steven. Yeah, so 360 Roofing and Restoration. Give them a shout for all your roofing needs in the DFW Metroplex. Um, so uh, here we are. This is We're recording this actually the Tuesday after the Bills game, um, if you want to call it a game. Uh, so the Monday, we wait. We normally record on Mondays around here, but we had to wait on this Monday because the hated Eagles played on Monday Night Football. So we wanted to make sure we got that in the storyline. So here we are on Tuesday after the Bills game. Um, that Monday night game, as you probably all know, did not go very swimmingly for the Eagles. So, right. um, so yeah, so just uh, jumping right in, guys. Um, Merry Christmas to the culture. I think this is going to be our last episode before before Christmas. So, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, guys. We've had a fun first year, and uh, we look forward to getting into the you know the the playoff picture here. But um, Jacob, why don't you give us uh, some recent Cowboys news? Yeah, so a couple of things going on this week. First off, um, one of the ones that is uh, most important is that we're, we're learning that Zach Martin is most likely going to be okay. Uh, there was a kind of an injury scare there with um, uh, kind of towards the, um, I think it was in the first half of that game, yeah. of, the, of the Bills game, but uh, it looked pretty bad when, when you were watching on the TV. But looks like he's going to be okay. It looks like it's just a little quad injury, and he should be good to go either this week or next week. So that is really great news for our whole line. That dude is the best player on our team. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, Mike has given him room for his money, but Martin's been doing it for a while. So that's great news. Number number two, good news. After what Steve was talking about on Monday Night Football, Cowboys are still number one in the division. So that's good news, obviously. Um, and then lastly, uh, we learned again that well, we learned on Monday night that uh, the Eagles are bigger frauds than we thought. And so um, with that, that's pretty much all of our recent news. And Yeah, yeah I mean, the Eagles, uh, if we – okay, you can you can get bloodbath by the Niners. Okay. You can go, you can go to Dallas where you get – where they blow everybody. We blow everybody out at home. The Eagles are no exception. But like this podcast has been saying all year long, the luckiest team in the NFL who find themselves sitting at 10-4 and four, um, today, you go and take one against Drew Locke, we got problems. That's the problem right there. Yeah, no, I, 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 just, just to address that really quick, I, we understand Cowboys lost a bad one to, to the Bills, and um, w- w- obviously we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a second. Not too much, hopefully. Um, <laughs> we ain't running from it. But uh, what I wanted to – I'm running from it. I don't want to talk <laughs> about it. Um, I mean, that, you, you, know, you know how, like, before every game you can kind of say, well, we'll play the Dolphins next week because when was the last time Mike McCarthy lost two in a row? Mm. Can't say that about the Eagles anymore. That's three straight. Yeah. You can't. You can't say – well, we got Jalen Hurts, and that's a backup quarterback. Can't say that anymore. You got beat. You got beat by Drew Locke. And well, Geno Smith, it was almost kind of taunting. You know, Geno Smith was on the sideline with the pads on and everything, and he still got beat. Yeah. Bradbury is garbage. I mean, straight up cheeks, just butt cheeks, terrible. I mean, golly, you get head topped by freaking DK. It's like, okay, DK Metcalf, big guy, head topped. No sign language. Drew Lock, Drew Lock put it on your forehead, <laughs> and then he did it again. Well, he didn't put it on your forehead, but I mean, J- Jackson Smith and Jigba is not even known for being fast, and he burnt you down the sideline to lose the game. Oh, that was so bad. Well, actually, no, Jalen, you wouldn't have lost the game if <laughs> Jalen lost the game for the team. Your quarterback could, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jalen's terrible. Is Jalen still the front runner for the MVP? No, okay. Jalen's absolutely the worst player I've ever seen okay. play play quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh he's not that good. And uh, you're right about Bradbury. I mean, people in people in New York uh, knew that, and they were like, "Yeah, you can just go to our biggest rival. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you twice That's a year. Hilarious. No, no problem." He he was absolutely such a joke. He was absolutely crap against Dallas, and uh, 
then last night it's just like, what are you doing in this league? Bro? Yeah, you, you need know? you need to go to the XFL, buddy. It's just uh, so um, yeah. So anyway, as much as Ethan doesn't want to talk about it, as much as you know, Cowboy Nation doesn't want to talk about it. We did go up to um, Buffalo. We took an absolute shellacking. We got beat by 21 points. Um, of course, CD's touchdown was absolute garbage. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of takes from that game. And, and, and you know, you guys you guys spill your guts if you need to. Um, it was a rough start for us. I feel like um, we sh- – two things. Weird flags in the beginning, yeah. okay, that kind of set the game up for where it was headed. And then um, – and I don't think you can't not say this. It came out flat. Yeah. yeah. It came out flat. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So um, – but but there were times early in the fourth – fourth uh, excuse me, first quarter where you're like, all right, we're going to sling punches. Um, and we just kind of – every time we did throw a punch, you get a penalty, um, which is kind of, you know, what we've experienced on the road. No excuses. Um, we have not beat a really good team on the road yet. So if, if that's a narrative that, that the national media wants to run with – that's fine. We crush narratives week in and week out. Uh, We're gonna do it on Sunday. Yeah, as as cow as Cowboys, as the Dallas Cowboys and Dallas Cowboys fans, um, every narrative that's put up in front of us, every goalpost that's moved, we continue to kick through it. So um, my you know my overall take is uh, hey, it's the NFL. We went to Buffalo where it's a playoff atmosphere all the time. It was cold and it was raining, um, and uh, we we got we got our butt stomped. So. Um, you know, you just kind of move on from that. We're going to go out to Miami where we have a little bit better climate and you do not have a playoff atmosphere. They're lucky to, you know, get three quarters of that thing filled every Sunday. Um, they, you know, they're obviously a good team, you know, uh, respect the Dolphins, obviously respect Tyreek. Tua is fine. You know, Mike McDaniels uh, wears tags on his shoes. So, um, <laughs> you know, and uh, – pulls his joggers up um which god is, that is just that is the ugliest thing i've ever seen is the jogger pull up thing yeah that's uh that's that's rough when it comes to swag i mean uh but um you know do your thing that's miami you ain't on that level so yeah i guess uh, but uh got the rolex and the but anyway bands. yeah my overall take uh my overall take on buffalo is uh we got the crap beat out of us in buffalo <clears throat> even even a man that that it took everything out of oe over here to say that we weren't going to go just, come, you know, 17-0. and 0. The one game he said, yeah, we might cough up was yep. Buffalo. Yep. And uh, that's a game that anybody can lose. You go to Buffalo and Josh Allen's feeling it, and they're running the ball like they were in that environment, in a Buffalo environment where it's cold and rainy. Dude, I don't care who you are. You can get whooped. So, um, you know, yeah. it's December. They're fired up. They needed that way more than we did. Yeah. We got Ferguson and uh, Dak Prescott out there pop-locking before the game um, while Josh Allen's over there just like, you know, just hyper-focused, you know, knowing mm. he needs this game. Um, and he leaned on the running game, and we're weak in the running game uh, defensively. And, you know, it it got a hold of us. But uh, because of the events of last night on Monday Night Football and the Eagles losing um, again um, – we're right. We're right back where we were before Buffalo. So mm-hmm. I'll just hand it over to you, Ethan. Uh, tell us. Uh, tell us your Buffalo takeaways. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, no excuses. Obviously, you know, we didn't have. You look at that game. You say, what was the biggest? What was the biggest uh, thing that we saw? Which was um, um, our run defense was really bad, and that they just ran all over us. And you're like, okay. We're missing Jonathan Hankins in the sure. middle. Sure, oh, sure. You don't have and, any linebackers. And you're, you're saying, yeah, you know, linebackers aren't big enough to uh, to cause any trouble, you know, for running backs because they, they can't shed blocks against, like, O-linemen and stuff. Well, you really wouldn't have to deal with that because Hankins kind of takes up two people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a big that, – that's kind of a big deal. And, and I'm really not like – to me, the bigger issue that I saw with that game was the offense – you can tell that – I mean, we know that they were down three key players on their defense. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Matt Milano, uh, Jordan Poyer, I think, right? Yeah. Right? It was yeah, jo- yeah. But it, Jordan it, Poyer and then uh, – oh, they, then obviously they didn't have Tredavious White that they've been out. But it's just like they schemed us so well. You know, like they, they ske- their defensive scheme against our offense was just unbelievable. And mm-hmm. – and, and, 
I don't think that this is one of those games where I'll say the biggest takeaway is, is I don't think this is one of those games where you saw us get beat by the Niners. You saw us get beat by Josh Dobbs. You saw us get beat by, well, the, the Eagles. We actually should have won that Eagles game. But those two other two games that I'm talking about, we didn't have it together. Against the Cardinals, we, we, we couldn't do anything. I feel like this one was just like we came out flat and we, we they just had um, – McDermott or whatever had like the best is it that's who it is right yeah yeah that's right McDermott uh had like the best play calling defensive play calling game of his career you know what I'm saying and uh I mean we we have to be better I mean we we just our offense just has to play better in those situations when our defense is just getting torched yeah I couldn't agree but we and we but we've seen it before you know we we played the Eagles or I'm sorry we played the uh the Seahawks um, the the better birds, um, and it was high scoring game. Our defense was just letting them go up and down the field, and Dak put it on his back. We've seen Dak do that. We just didn't see him do it on on on. I wanted to see a, a good game where it was Dak versus Josh type thing, even though yeah. it never is. But um, we just didn't see that, and that was kind of upsetting. So um, I would just say, you know, we we have to use this as a San Francisco 49ers game where mm. after that game we 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 are just we're on it all right bet cool let's go run it um and uh, but we just that was a bad game man just a bad game I don't think I don't want to overreact and be like oh Dak is not the MVP because he is um oh um uh you know oh the Cowboys can't stop the run because we have um against good O-lines like the Eagles and or whoever you might uh want to bring up like the the we did a good job against the Seahawks, um, in, in that area. So, well, when those pieces when those pieces are missing, that you you know, like Big Hank, um, there you know we have no depth yeah. at linebacker. I mean, yeah. you, that's that's obviously what you do against a team like that that's and, that's that's beat down and and, and run it at a rookie all to night address long. the narrative really quick. Stop talking about Micah Parsons like he's some like he's freaking Chase Young or something like. Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in the league. He can rush the pa- he's so athletic. He can rush the passer like like just like the top tier pass rushers. And and if you want to say all you have to do is run the ball at him, maybe 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 people are doing that like to throw something new in the mix. But Micah Parsons is the kind of player that can say, "Okay, you think you can just run the ball at me?" and he's going to shut that down. But we'll, we'll see that coming up. But for Cowboys fans be like, "Oh, Mike, all you have to do with Micah is put him at linebacker, put him at edge rusher." Like, no, just let let the genius of Dan Quinn do his job. This is a, just a bad game. We got outmatched, we got outschemed. That was it. That's it. <clears throat> I don't even think the Bills are a better team than the Cowboys. And I, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but we were out coached. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and yeah. and, um, and I don't, you know, I I still have my uh, my issues with our coach, but uh, but anyway, I, you know, I won't dig too deep into that. It's just a it's just a butt kick, and it didn't really matter. Who well, was and, and to there. that point, Micah with on his awesome, for some reason, podcast that he has, um, he kind of he kind of addressed that whole coaching thing. He didn't really talk about the coaches, but he said. Um, Josh Allen has been averaging like thirty plus attempts a game. Who would how, how who would have thought that they would have just said, "Hey, this dude's going to throw actually half that amount," yeah. mm-hmm. and he's just we're just going to put it in James Cook hands, who really hasn't played great this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody could have seen that coming, especially a game. Uh, well, and it, it but it does make sense considering obviously we're we're light at linebacker and, and we don't have Hank. But anyways, yeah, that's it. It was upsetting to watch for sure. Yeah, Jake. Uh, quick, uh, quick takeaways from Buffalo yeah I mean ultimately I think that game came down to the fact that you know Buffalo played desperate and we didn't Buffalo played like it was winter go home which it essentially which which it kind of was for them and we didn't and and honestly it they're in a way worse situation and so I get that the the I get the uh, bigger sense of urgency that they had uh, or the greater sense of urgency but I was disappointed that we didn't have that because we know, obviously, the situation we're in with the division seating and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wish we would have had um, more sense of urgency, and, and I would have liked to see us not come out flat like we did. But the bottom line is, like I said, they came out ready. We came out looking like we weren't ready whatsoever. I think, you know, anytime I think that, you know, the 
we what do we had we and I think in that game we we had so we're out Diggs we're out Vanderesh we were out without Hankins Hooker was out uh, Donovan Wilson was out for a period of time so you're talking about a defense that's lost almost half of its starters right and so I think it's it's ridiculous to think that that's not going to make an impact you look over the past couple of weeks and yeah we we had a good game versus the Eagles um, but. Our defense, we've we've started to see these these injuries but kind the of. Eagles are really just not that good. Yeah, but the team. Eagles aren't that great, and so but it's like we've we've seen in two of the last three weeks, we've seen against decent offenses because we've played um, the Seahawks, now the Bills, and then we played the Eagles in the middle. We've seen people be able to. Uh, we we're, we're not seeing the same defense we saw at the beginning of the season when every, when most people were healthy, where it was just like you, there's yeah. no shot, right? Yeah. We're starting to see the defense, in my opinion, I think this game is showing us that the defense is, is kind of struggling with the injuries. It's, it is catching up to them like it would with anybody. We're doing the best with what we can, but we're going to have to rely more on our offense um, to to put us in a position where they can't just run the ball 100 times like they did versus, um, you know, in, in the Bills game. When uh, When you look at the Seahawks, they can't have Kenneth Walker up there just running it down our throats because we're scoring on every drive. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not even punting. We didn't yeah, want to punt the whole I game. I totally agree. So if if the, in my opinion, this game is on the offense. The offense came out flat. Mm-hmm. Whatever, either whether it was whatever they were doing on defense, coaching wise and scheme wise, and and make, uh, confusing the coverages, or whether it was Dak just having an off game and, and he, he was he we was play, we played into their hand. Yeah, or or he was feeling himself after the uh, the Eagles game, and so he just kind of took a week off from prep. Or I, I I don't know what happened, but bottom line is the offense was off um, in really every way. We we couldn't do anything. The O line was bad. Our receivers, it, 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 everything was bad, and uh, but but Dak particularly didn't look like he was on his normal. Um, he didn't look like he was playing his normal game, right? I'll tell you something about about that, about the O-line being bad. Anytime, and we've seen it over and over in, in Dallas, is like anytime Zach Martin leaves the game, anytime Tyron Smith leaves it, it the game. It changes things, yeah. You, you, you're in for it. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the, what I was going to say because when it comes to this game, yes, I know when you look at that score, it looks really bad. I get it. But I think a lot of these things, well, first off, when you talk about the overall score. If you give if if Mike McCarthy throws that challenge flag, and if and if uh, Sam Williams doesn't rough the kicker, yeah, different game. This game is this game is completely different, Even right? The, the Zach Martin penalty. If if he doesn't retaliate on the hit on Dak. Oh yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, there there are so many different things that happen in that game. You know, early losing, lo- early on, yeah. losing Zach Martin in in uh, at the beginning of the game. That's going to shake up your offensive game plan. Losing. Uh, <clears throat> having going into a game without that many starters on defense is going is going to impact the game, right? And so I think you know if we would have had just a little bit better luck on the uh, even even that big questionable penalty on Curse, you know that's that goes from a punt to that drive into being a touchdown because they call a ref uh, pass interference on that, right? Or yeah. Uh, a personal foul, yeah, so unnecessary roughness. Yeah, unnecessary and, roughness. And that was that was crap. All right, that call was that call was ticky tacky. But man, curse, <clears throat> my man. It, it, there was a time where I thought he was really, really good. I'm not real sure. Um, you know, he, he has his moments. He has. He his has fans. moments. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we have to. I have to really look into that to know. I mean, it definitely doesn't seem like it's been the same as last season. But I mean, I, I'm not an expert on that, uh, you know, on safety. Play. Yeah, safety <laughs> play. But <laughs> I'm just saying, especially overall, the type of safety he plays. Yeah, that's an interesting position. He has to be a pseudo linebacker. He has to be yeah. a safety. He has yeah, to cover but, deep. He has to cover over the top. He, but overall, it's like a lot of responsibility. In that game, my takeaway is if our offense would have not come out flat, like we very rarely have done this year. I mean, I think there's only one other game, maybe. Uh, maybe two that that we've come out like this since Mike McCarthy's been taking over the play calling. I think that would help us disguise our defensive thing our issues, which were mostly just tackling issues and in the run game in general this week. But let's but let's be honest, tackling problems can be fixed. Hankins is going to come back. 
So a lot of these issues that we saw in our defense are going to be fine. But what we do need to see and what I want to see is our offense when it comes to when we're playing against a good coach uh, with a good scheme, our offense cannot – we cannot have these types of games where we just start out bad and we just continue. You look at a team like the 49ers, that, that, that's the difference maker, I think, between a team like us and a team like them is when they come out and they look flat at the beginning, go back and watch the Eagles game when they played the Eagles. They came out the first couple drives and it was just like, what, what is this offense? Next thing you know, they put up like 40, right? Yeah. I want to see our offense. Down like uh, 13 and nothing or something. Yeah. I think our offense is going to have to learn. I'm thinking this may be, this might be good for us. Uh, Yeah, it sucks right now, but it might be good that our offense took that kind of an embarrassment against a good team. Again. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe we can respond like we did after the 49ers game and and go on a good run. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, overall, I think it was, it, it was a really rough one. It was a bad look for the team, but it could end up being something that helps us, you know, like we did earlier in the season, go back to the drawing board on some things and uh, and, and get some things figured out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now, one thing about um, about the 49ers loss is uh, we went on a pretty good little home skid after that, right? So, you know, that brings us right into a little game we like to play around here, and that's what's the, what's the narrative, what's the truth, and what our takeaways. We just said what our takeaways were from Buffalo. But, um, you know, and I think – I'll just answer these questions for us real quick. I think the narrative going in was we're going to find out if Dallas can beat a decent team mm-hmm. on the road. And we look, we took a, we took a, we failed that test. We contributed again. to that narrative. Yeah, so. <laughs> we we failed that test. So I'm not going to get mad at the Stephen A's that are out there saying, "I oh, look at Dallas against you know teams of substance on the road." All right, I mean, it just has been what it has been. Um, we don't really get to have an opinion on it at this point. It just is what it is. Um, so, um, but the narrative now is. The narrative now, I feel like, and I'll let you guys comment on this. Uh, you know, we're now being told, "Don't get, get ready to lose in Miami. These guys can't win on the road. They're a different team on the road. They don't have what it takes." And Ethan, you know, I'll, I'll start with you. And I, I know that you have, a, you know, you have a, an issue with, you know, like, hey, there's, there's, there's not like, uh, there's not like a science to us on the road. Um, but I, I have a little pushback on it, and it's, it's. We constantly blow people out at home. <clears throat> Our home field advantage is is pretty extreme, especially in years like this when we're on pace to another, you know, most likely 11-12 win season, you know, big-time season around DFW. So um, I think the road thing against those teams of substance, I think it's a real thing. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if it's a travel thing. I don't know if it's – you know, getting in these types of environments like Buffalo can create week mm-hmm. after week with their fans. You think we're a home field advantage? Those people can create a home field advantage. That mafia can create a home field advantage for you. Yeah. So I, I, I'm. I mean, I, I just think it's it's kind of silly to say that. I, I just to me, like, it, it makes good to, like to say what to like just be like oh because the fact that the Cowboys like lost to the Niners and the Bills away means that they can't win road games and i mean now that that's not that we can't win road games i'm saying i I get what you're saying i'm just saying like that 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 just seems like uh that just seems like a very like media trying to get like clicks thing to say like because there's nothing if you if for me look looking at the game and looking at each team and saying Okay, let's talk about these teams and where their strengths are. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, well, well, I guess Duran doesn't play as good as he does on the road against a team that's good, but he plays good at against a team that's good at home. I, I don't like to me. It's just it's kind of silly. I, I like to keep it at you know mm-hmm. is, is the narrative that that uh, we can't the oh, Cowboys can't beat teams of substance on the road. The truth is, we can. We just haven't done it yet. We we can, and we're going to on Sunday. We just haven't done it yet. It's been two teams of substance that we've lost away. But I think you would agree that that narrative gets shut down after it happens, right? You can't just tell everyone. Well, yeah, but I'm saying the truth, what I believe to be the truth is, is that we just, unfortunately, the two games that we've played against, because the Eagles aren't a good team of substance, and we should have won that game, so I don't count that. Sure. Um, 
But the two games that we did lose, and obviously there was the debacle at the at the at Arizona, which mm-hmm. again they're not a good team. Sure. But yeah. the good teams, the substance that we've lost to away, I'm saying that just because that has happened doesn't just mean oh well the Cowboys are going to lose against the Dolphins because they can't beat good teams on the road. That's not yeah. that, that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth is is we're going to see on Sunday yeah. because the Cowboys are a good team and they're hearing you guys talk about this and think about the last times you, you that uh, what happened to the last teams that they said that you couldn't beat. We've mm-hmm. we've cor- the Cowboys are bounce back teams and when we get punched in the mouth like we did in San Francisco away on the road, we come back even stronger. So I feel bad for uh the Lions, like you know, because you know, Jimmy Johnson's going into the Ring of Honor, and ooh, that's yeah. at home. You're gonna get it's gonna, a beat it's down. gonna fire us old heads. Uh, right? And and I feel because because Micah Parsons was already talking that smack to Tyreek, mm-hmm. um, uh, even before the season started about the Grinch coming to town in Miami, and he said there's only one Grinch. So um, I feel a little bit bad for Tua, even though they're well, they just lost Connor Williams, who was like the the centerpiece of their uh, somehow become a good offensive lineman once we got rid of him. But um, um, one thing I've never felt bad about is Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, no, I mean, poor guy. I mean, he's just going to get lit up. And now they're trying to say, well, they did bad against James Cook. What about uh, Raheem Mostert and um, A-Chan or A-Chan or whatever his name is? It's like, all right, again, one bad rush. Like, they're taking last year's rushing defense and this year's rush or this one game against Buffalo like the okay, Cowboys can't stop the run defense no we've done it all year we'll be fine and uh and uh we'll, we'll, you know we'll see you know it's it's not the truth but you know we'll, we'll see and hopefully we can we can silence the those weird narratives that they always create about the Cowboys so they can have something to talk about all day yeah so you're well, so you're saying so you're saying and I, and I man I I just uh I have uh, I'm along a lot of the same lines as you. What you just said, like um, don't don't take the losses on the road as that's exactly who we are. That's our identity. Win at home, lose on the road. Um, you know, I you you get to say the cowboy hater gets to say for now. Hey, look, man, you, you get blown out on the road twice. You know. Okay, you lose to Philly in a game you should have won. That that's even more demoralizing to me in a way than and it, it take Philly off the table, take the divisional rival and who you're chasing off the table. It's more demoralizing to me that you couldn't get that you couldn't get that first down um there at the end of the game. That that you know, in a game where you're clearly outplaying somebody, yet and and it, and it's it's so true. We found a way to lose that game. Yeah. Yeah. We found a way to lose on the road, right? We we Something wasn't there mentally. We weren't there at the end of the game, and uh, I think I think mental for good teams and the Cowboys are a good team. Um, I think that plays a huge part. Now I'm not somebody's played in the NFL. I don't know, you know, for sure. But I, you know, I have my assumptions that, you know, when you're tired like that and it's at the end and it's 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 a crucial moment and you've got everybody telling you you suck, you you know. Um, yeah, I, I think there is a mental breakdown that happens there, and and only the strong survive situations like that, and we just haven't found a way to do it yet. Now, I also do think he, that like, uh, we're we're I also think we're about to show you. You know, I think well, about, uh, well yeah. if 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 being not in Dallas, as people who probably more than 50% of our team aren't even from Dallas and probably never went to the AT&T Stadium before playing for the Dallas Cowboys. If traveling to another state to play another NFL team makes you go from top-tier NFL player to middle-of-the-line to getting spanked NFL player, then... Then, then the ca- then there's nothing we can well, do about that. I don't. I, I mean, don't that's think, just a, that's a soft excuse. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a situation about the guys being from here originally. Like, I don't think. I don't think. No, the ca- I, but I'm saying. I'm saying that it, it, if as a player, because because what truly what you can talk about, co- we can talk about coaching all day long. We can, talk, but it's it's the players that go out there, lace them up, and and right. go down to down. I mean, if you're telling me that the human aspect of someone cheering for you, yeah, and then someone, you know, cussing your mother that you can hear that I don't care who you are. I don't care what, um, what, 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 let me, let me, let me say this. So oh, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of these players have played at least division two football. I, I, I 100% agree that, that, yeah, Hey, be, be mentally tougher than that. And we, 
whatever the cause is, whatever the science is behind it, for whatever reason it's happened, and if it just, and if what you're saying is just like, it just happens to be where we're at when we lost. If, if that's the case, we just need to correct that narrative Sunday. Well, but see, we here, here's my thing. I, mean, I would I, agree I, with that, just, but the problem is, what are we, 7-0? and oh, We have, like, the longest home winning streak in the NFL. It's like 15-0. and oh or Yeah, something. we're 7-0 yeah. and oh this season, I think, at home, and we have a losing record away, right? Mm-hmm. There is a significant as much as as much as it seems like it's um, just coincident a coincidence. We the we have there is is a significant difference between us and w- w- in, in how we play points per game, points allowed, all these things when we're at home and when we're not at home. Right, we're the team blowing everybody out when we're at home and when we're not. We're getting blown out most of the time uh, um, when we're away. Right. I think, and I've said it all year, I think it comes down to a, a, we are a heavy momentum team, okay? When momentum's on our side, we play really good. When it's not, we really struggle, and it is, I think what it is, in my opinion, is... And do you, do you think that crowd energy can create Well, momentum? that's what I was going to say. I think that I, I momentum... I just think it's dumb that it does, but sure, yeah. It is. I think it comes down to it's a lot harder to create momentum when you're not at home with your fans and your situation you feel comfortable with. And so I think it just it's just, that's what it is. I think when we're over at, at, at different stadiums, we don't we don't get that we don't have the same energy and momentum that I think it, it contributes to just a downhill spiral as opposed to when we do have it, it contributes to just a we just pile it on them, right? And so I think that you know we saw that in this Buffalo game and this Miami game. If we I, and we're about to talk about that, this Miami game, I'm I'm excited for it because this is. Another chance to prove this narrative wrong. And it's our last chance of the season to do it. So in my opinion, like this is going to be a huge uh, this is gonna be a huge deal for our team because I was telling you guys before, it's one thing if you go out there and, and you and you lay an egg in one game like we did to the 49ers or like the Eagles did to the 49ers before they played us. It's one it's one thing to go out and just get, you know, we we just had a, a bad one, right? But it's another thing if you go out the next game and you do it again. And then you go out and you do it again. If, and, and, and so right here, we, yeah, we, we had a bad game versus the Bills. But if we come, we have an opportunity right here to come right back out against the Miami Dolphins who are at the top of the AFC on the road with a good coach that everybody talks about all the time and, and high-quality playmakers and, and win a road game against a quality team and, and, and just completely change that narrative, right? But if we don't, then that's when I think it start to say, it's, it's time to start saying – you know, we better hope we get that one seed because if we got to play on the road, oh yeah, that two seed, or just win the division because if we got to play on the road, I don't know. So mm-hmm. this game is big. We're gonna see. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, t- you know, talking about that next opportunity, right? That next opportunity is in uh, is in Miami Gardens, um, out at what will always be Joe Robbie Stadium to me, but. Um, uh, what it, what is it? Is it Hard Rock? Is it yeah. Hard Rock Cafe? Hard yeah. Rock. Yeah, y'all don't know nothing about no Joe Robbie, but um, it's before they had the roof. But uh, anyway, was it a dome now? No, no. It's uh, it's it's it just got like this covering that they built. Um, oh. Same place that them and the Miami Hurricanes have always played. Interesting. Um, yeah, um, but it's it's gotten a bunch of facelifts and uh, you know Miami being such a such a destination. Once they did that, I think Miami's had like two three Super Bowls since they put that roof type structure on it. Very similar to um, what LA did. It's not a dome, but it's got like this it's thing on top of it. Yeah, but the Miami one's cut out, so it still has this, the open air feel. But uh-huh. anyway, uh, yeah, they just beautified it. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, so looking ahead to Miami, I mean, what do we hope to see um, and what does this game mean to us? Uh, and if you want to give a prediction, you can. Um, for me, obviously, I hope to see a win. <laughs> um, two, um, I just I just want to see our offense start clicking again. Yeah. I want to see – and I don't care. I don't mind if we come out – because, look, the Dolphins are going to come out wanting to sling it all over the place, get Tyreek involved. Yeah, he's not 100% right now. But um, Waddle and mm-hmm. well, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the, the emphasis the emphasis needs to be on. I know that you know when you play the Dolphins, 
you you want to think oh the Tyreek and and the and and the and uh, Waddle you got to focus on Sue's them. Sue's big arm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 well, whatever. But um, <laughs> you know what I think, especially after that loss, is stop play, play fundamental defense. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I stop the run. Well. I Tackle think, well. Stop the run. Yeah. And and worry about those big plays when when you feel like they're coming out. Yeah, I think, and that's what I was about to say. Like you know, as far, offensively, I just want us to start clicking again. I don't care if Miami's getting carried away with their deep balls and they're and they're you know dumping it all five yards to Tyreek and letting him go for twenty. I you know don't get carried away with with chasing chasing that game so much. It's just start clicking again on offense. Yeah. Start hitting Lamb yeah. again and those yeah. slants. Start you know get get Tony really I'm involved. I'm very excited about the whole. Dude, and I'll tell you, Ramsey versus CD thing. For I sure, want to see oh, CD go ham. This dude, he can't play like that. Yeah, Ramsey's used to going. You know, no, most number ones don't play like CD Lamb does. Most number ones, you don't have to worry about them catching the slot. You don't have to worry about them. You know, it's it's a post ninety uh, percent of the day. You know. Yeah. So um, it's just a it's a foot race. Yeah. So anyway, just would like to see the offense clicking. Tony Pollard, God bless him, he's back. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he hasn't been able to be showcased obviously in Buffalo and everything, but when he got the ball, he took off. He, you know, I guess it's just he needed this this much time to to get back to being Tony Pollard. Shout out Tony Pollard. I've I've said I've talked mess about Tony Pollard this year. Sorry. <laughs> he, he yeah he's back um he just needed a little and, time and uh as long as we can keep him upright i think he's going to pay him continue. a little less keep him upright that's right but uh well you know in all in all likelihood it's his last year in dallas so um man he's showing out maybe yeah, we'll get a contract. Out, yeah. yeah maybe we'll get a contract who knows but uh yeah so and then of course defensively like you said fundamental man first man makes a tackle you know we don't have to rely on a weak um, Gosh, the amount we, of broken tackles linebackers. Yeah, it's, it's just terrible. Crazy. The run defense was absolutely atrocious. So yeah. if we could correct that, man, we Big have Big Hank might be back. That would be that. That is a mu- that is so neat. That's probably the most needed thing in Cowboy Land right now is for him to return. Um, you know, and and just having a healthy offensive line, thing? having a what healthy. What was his injury again? Uh, oh, ankle sprain. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So it'll be three weeks out. There's a shot mm-hmm. or two, I guess. So, so uh, that that's me. I mean, um, I won't give a score prediction this week. I mean, I think it really could go either yeah. way. I think this could be a really, I think this could be a very heavily offensive game if, uh, you know, if our offense kind of gets back to its usual way. Um, I think we might could even see a Seattle like game out of out of this game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, anyway, I'll just let you go, E. I, I, I'll uh, yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I think that our defense has to just. I think if we focus on the run slow, because if you watch their games uh, against teams, Mostert plays really well, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, it's whenever people are emphasizing too much on that Tyreek, not Tua, Tyreek, <laughs> um, uh, you know, experience that, and then obviously you've got waddle it to go off if he can stay healthy for the entirety of the game um but it's mostert that because i have him on one of my fantasy teams um <laughs> he go he goes off i mean he he has huge games two touchdown games you know that's we can't let that happen mm-hmm. especially not after what uh james <clears throat> cook did this past week yeah um made him look like emmett smith but yeah. but yeah you know t- I, i'll be very confident if because I know t- if Tyreek plays and if he's good to go and if it's the Tyreek that we've seen in the past, he's going to be good. He's going to get his. That's just the fact of the matter. Yeah, you you, you can't shut down Tyreek right now because nobody's really done it this season. So I think that if you just let you try and stop him, obviously, but if you let him do what what he needs to do and he, what he's going to do, but slow down everything else, will win easy, mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to just see our offense come out and show us that that Bills game was an anomaly, right? That, yeah, I that, need to see like three touchdowns that, in the deck, that, man. That, you know, there's not a – there's not a – we're not exposed and there's not a blueprint. Go out there and show that, yeah, you know, we just took this Bills defense that was beat up for granted and we're right back on schedule like we've done in the past this season. Uh, if we see that, and then I think, you know – Like Mike McCarthy has made a career of. He doesn't yeah. lose to an and, and 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 let's be honest, I don't – I think that – the you know the bills i think 
they came out and they was like, yeah, you know, what? we're just going to run the ball. That's that's just what we're going to do, right? Yeah. I don't see the Miami Dolphins being that committed to just running they, the ball. Like, but I'm saying that they, we can't think that way because they could. They because, could because the Bills aren't that team either. Yeah, and the I mean, Dolphins, the Dolphins actually can do that. That's true because I've seen them and I know they can do that. So they based can. off of based off the most recent tape uh, that we've sent the dolphins i mean that's they they, who knows maybe exactly uh, maybe i'm saying i'm saying even if they do or don't try that if we can shut down the whole run game and because because no matter if the run game is good bad or mediocre tyreek's gonna get his and waddle's gonna get his but i will say that i don't see a, a situation where you're like yeah hey look take waddle take tyreek off the table these guys showed us they can't stop the run. Let's just run this through. My, that's not how Mike McDaniel coaches. He he coaches fast. That's no, what right. I was going to say. No, right. But that's what I'm what I'm saying is is like, like I said, Tyreek and that and those receivers. Let slow them down as much as you can when when you know they're they're trying to go for those passes. Um, but they always get theirs. They're going to get theirs. Sure. Yeah. Slow down. Slow down everything else, and we'll win. Well, and I was going to say, my, my point was, I don't see them doing the same thing that the Bills did because I'm not saying they might not try to run the – they're not going to try to run the ball, but I'm saying the Bills are a lot more of a – can be – I mean, they got a, a big, strong O-line, and they got – they have some of those running backs that are that are more of those just like Bill Cow, ground-and-pound type guys, whereas the Miami Dolphins are more of a speed team. You look at our team, what do we not have? Big time physical dudes on on our on our um, in our linebackers in our safety room, right? We're kind of light and fast right now, and that's what the Miami Dolphins are. All their players are, are just like four three dudes, pretty much, right? <laughs> and so I'm just saying, I think that we, if, as long as we tackle well and we stay on our toes, get ready for the run, I think that this has. I don't think that the. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think that the Miami Dolphins will be able to do what the what the Bills did to us in terms of running the ball, just because of the way they're built, and the way we're built because we are a more of a, a speed get to the ball quickly team. Yeah. If you're if you're a big two hundred thirty pound running back, you might be able to run us over, but we'll you know we'll get there to you right, which is what we saw in the Bills game. I mean, we just could not bring the dude down. But I think that if we can, if like I was saying, if we tackle well and we play good fundamental football, I think we should have a good chance against them because of the way our defense is built. Who's going to cover Tyreek? I I would say it's going to be Bland because of the speed factor, I think. See, I was thinking maybe Gilly um, only for this, only because even if he got chewed up, which of course would. I mean, Bland would get chewed up. But uh, even if he got chewed up, I think he's more mentally prepared to erase that and line up again. Um, as to where Bland's trying to make a statement in this league at this point in his life, you know, um, he's trying to yeah. he's trying to show he's trying to show the right. world. I think he's trying to show the world. I'm 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 Diggs 2.0. You know, I'm I'm Diggs B minus. Yeah. You know, and I just uh, don't think Gilmore had the speed. I think he'll get. I, oh, I, I can I, I can I agree mean, with that, but I think I think Durant could probably get you to part two. But regardless, um, neither one of them have a great shot. But uh, I just thought maybe mentally in a game that's a kind of has that even though it's not you know as far as playoff implications it has that must win to it because of what we talked about yeah. earlier so um I, I think i think you know gilmore somebody that can say you know kind of like you said earlier yeah, all right bet line back up you know that's out of my mind let's on to the next one yeah um veteran uh, guy probably has seen enough tyreek in his life to at, at least have the first step down so yeah anyway whatever happens uh the you know um Al Harris and uh, Mike McCarthy, they know more than I do, so whatever. Um, yeah. What does uh, – let's just let's just take a quick look before we shut down shop um, at the current playoff picture as we sit right now in the two-seed position. Um, Percentage-wise, the Eagles have a better chance of winning the division because of their opponents moving forward and because of ours. Um, we have a little bit tougher slide than they do. Um, so um, – Let's just let's just work off the narrative, okay? That we are going to finish in the five seed just because maybe we, maybe we we finish out the season tied up. Um, we both win out the fi- the final games, or we drop a game and they win it out. Regardless, let's work off of what the percentages say right now, mm-hmm. which uh, I think we only have like a, I think it's less than a forty percent chance to win the division. 
however those metrics are made we don't really care um but should we finish as the five seed as of today we would probably play the buccaneers um out in tampa yeah mm-hmm. so which isn't bad um here we go on the road again right and um <clears throat> willie nelson um so we're on the road again uh, out in tampa um we've done that before haven't we so um, I think Tom Brady was the guy on the other side of that that game. Absolutely obliterated him. I think you would see the same, you know, rinse and repeat. It would be from worse. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because they could they couldn't. Yeah, they they're not going to be able to score. Yeah. They're not, they're it's bad. Yeah. So um, Baker Baker, I'll tell I'll tell you something about Baker, man. He's playing a little bit better. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to sign him. You know. Yeah. What, what else? Unless they can. Now that you're about to mess around and make the playoffs and everything, you're yeah, you're not going to get yeah you're not going to get a chance at anybody of substance. So um, you're going to sign Baker Mayfield. So Baker may be there to stay for a little while. Um, but I do believe that we would obliterate obliterate them. Um, I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, I think America probably is outside of Stephen A. Smith and Richard Sherman. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so then uh, so then you take a you take a kind of a look at it. Um, you know, your next game would most likely be out in Santa Clara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I as Un- we, unless of course the Lions lose to like whoever they're playing. If mm-hmm. the, if the Lions lose to whoever they're playing, then the Niners would play whoever beats. I think it would probably be the Vikings or something. Which the, yeah, which, the Josh I mean, Dobb Vikings have beat the Niners. It could they happen. Play the Niners, and we would play like the 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 Eagles or something mm-hmm. in in the Lincoln Financial. Yeah, but so, it, it can so, happen. Uh, but it's like it's really it's unlikely, and that's why it's really important for us that we can somehow walk well, the, away. Yeah, and the good the good thing is the good news is is that we haven't lost back to back games, which hopefully we can hold on to that. Yep. Um, then we've got a home, uh, you know, they want to say the lines are hard, but we're playing a little home. And so we know what that looks like. We saw it last year and it's probably going to be worse this year. And then we've got the, the game that people just assume that we're going to lose because it, we did it last year against, uh, the commanders. the commanders away, but we saw what happened a couple weeks ago and that was just terrible on Thanksgiving. Um, and you can no longer, you can't just tell me that the Eagles are just going to win. Can't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. That's you just anybody, straight up. Can't tell me any, that. any, yeah. any, any of the shady McCoys out there that are still saying, you know, like, what are, the, what are we talking this, about? The Eagles are just better. Yeah. Just, oh, then who? Yeah. Then whom? Then then the then the Seahawks. Then Drew Lock. Then, then then Drew Lock. Then Dallas or San Francisco. Gosh. Yeah. So the, the, so you, you Tom, hey Tommy. Yeah, that guy. He's coming. Come, come get you a piece, he's, man. The he's Italian coming. Stallion, you got baby. him twice too. So yeah. Wink Martindale's going to figure you out, which apparently he was supposed to figure out the Cowboys, and he didn't. But he's going to figure you out and your crappy coordinators, and uh, Tommy's going to get you. A couple <clears throat> episodes uh, back, uh, Ethan said he hoped that this didn't become a thing. Now he's on a Cowboys podcast I'm doing that it. to a divisional rival. I'm doing it. I'm doing <laughs> it because it is an internet sensation. It's gonna, this this right here is going to win us the division right here. How about this? How about this guy? This uh, the hat wearing Italian dude. I feel like this is just an act what, or something. I mean, real. It's got to be like, come on, man. That's who you are. Like, yeah. You wear J's in a in a suit and hats to to you know to your clients' games. But uh, yeah. and, and what's his client list look like anyway? It's surely it's only Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be only be Tommy. I did see that that guy was inducted into the. I'm gonna try to get this right. Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. That guy did not not Devito. Obviously, Devito's 15. But um, that, I, I, I just I, like. That has to be his cousin or something that they were like, "Hey, say you're my agent. <laughs> yeah. Come out here on the field." Well, hey man, you know, so t- right. so that that dude, that the uh, agent guy, he gets inducted into the Italian American Sports Hall of Fame as an NFL agent. That was a strange thing. Even stranger though, the um, the Italian Sports Hall of Fame is in Chicago for some reason, which I I think you have like. A lot of Polish and Irish heritage there. I could be totally wrong, but uh, you just you want the Italian Sports Hall of Fame to be in Staten Island, New York. But yeah. anyway, I digress. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so you know the, the the most probable is that will be the fifth seed. But uh, man, you just you, if you're if you're the Eagles, you're clutching on to every oh, single strand of hope because yeah. the Eagles. I, I, I'm going to say because I I've been saying that the Seahawks were going to beat the, the Eagles for weeks now. You have, yeah. And I I will put my stamp on it. They will lose another game. 
right. whether I mean, it's it, to Kyler or Tom or, or Tommy. Tommy DeVito. So they Tommy's will gonna lose. Get, Tommy's going to get two shots at they him, will and, lose. and Kyler, of course, is their best. So chance. then we just have to make sure that we do not choke. In in a sense, if if that's the case, and I agree with you, the Eagles have given us all confidence that they're probably not going to win out. And so, in a sense, because of that, our destiny is in our own hands. We got the Lions, which is a a, um, a current division leader, and we have the uh, Dolphins that are at the top of the AFC. We have to – this is our time to prove ourselves and not choke. No, and and, and speaking of choking – we would not choke if we don't win this division. That would not be a choke job. A choke job if we don't if if the Eagles don't win this division. That's Absolutely. a choke That's job. True. So Absolutely. so 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 look, Shady McCoy, you don't win this division and you were you were two and three games ahead at one time and you mess around and lose this division. That's a choke job. So I want to hear about that. I want to hear about that. If the Eagles lose this division, which they still shouldn't, if they do, that's a choke job. I want to hear about it, Shady. If the if the Eagles lose the division, it's time to bring out the scissors but, for Mister Squirts. Because I'm telling you, because I'm telling you right <laughs> now, for Squirts and the Crybaby. But if if um, if oh man, please if, fire that idiot. If uh, you're about to be. But if. But you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. We drop a game to a re, to a decent team, to a Miami, to a Detroit. The, the Cowboys have choked. They choked. They lost the division that they had in hand. They were in first place, yeah. in a tie first place, a, a technical first place. If the Eagles lose this division, that is a choke job, yeah. and I guarantee you we will not hear it. No, you won't. I'm, you're right on that. I'm just uh, saying. The cow, if, they, if they do, and I already am, cut Jalen Hurts, put him out on waivers, get rid of this guy, re – structures contract don't pay him commit fraud i don't care get rid of that dude he's the worst thing to happen in philadelphia oh, I, I like the, him there the, yeah, right but but the but I, yeah you know what yeah hey, hey keep him keep I'm, him i'm loving actually it. put the emphasis on, put the emphasis on jalen hurts paying more money yeah. so that you've got nobody else to pay yeah definitely and and keep uh keep weary tears too but they you know somebody get that guy a razor but uh the, the but seriously though the defending nfc champions up on the Cowboys, you know, three games at one time, you know, two games most of the most of the season. The defending NFC champions end up dropping this division. That's one of the greatest choke jobs of all time. So uh, I'd love to hear about that. So um, yeah, let's wrap it up. Well, hey, listen, we appreciate you guys for sticking it out this long. I know it's a hard week because we did not get the outcome that we had ho- initially hoped for and thought we were going to do. But hey, listen. Uh, we love you guys. We thank you for your support. Uh, if you have any comments or questions about anything, please hit us up on Instagram or comment under this video. Make sure you're liking this video and subscribing to the YouTube channel. And with that being said, also follow us on Instagram at Cowboys Culture Podcast. We'll see y'all guys next time. Come at us in them TikTok threads. TikTok for sure. TikTok. Yep. Later, we're, guys. We're with it. Peace.